When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. All this has happened before. Hey kids, Townsend Coleman here, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tom Kane, this is the voice of Yoda on Star Wars. Hey yo, it's Wopat, and a big yeehaw to you all. I used to be Luke too. Hi, my name is Oli Shoshan. I play Jedi Master Shakti. Hi, Butch Patrick here, Eddie Munster. Hi, this is Jim. Hi, this is Bill Farmer. You're listening to the Neverland Podcast. Welcome to Neverland, to Disney and beyond. And it will all happen again. And now your head lost boy, the Spider Pan. Walk on the eyes of East Pan. Jeremy. Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. And, of course, there's Philip miming the whole thing again. Sprinkle some of that pixie dust around. Think that happiest thought. And let's fly away to Neverland. And yes, as I mentioned, Lost Boy Phil is here with me. Hello! And uh, I, I brought my good microphone around, although we're still film, filming down in uh, instead of my studio in the basement. So the sound quality is probably different. You probably noticed. Some of you probably wouldn't have noticed. We've recorded in here uh, quite a few times. Mm-hmm, you now. bet. So people are probably forgetting what it sounds like when I record from my studio. But if you'd like to know what it sounds like when I record from my, well, I call it a studio, but it's also my game room, kind of my study. I don't know. It's not a man cave. I'm trying to not have it be a man cave, but I guess it is. It's a lost boy cave. It's a lot. It's a a pirate cave that I've taken over. That's right. That's for sure. Because I do have a lot of my toys and my decorations, and I do have my my PlayStation, (laughs) and you know that's where I play games on the computer. That's all I do. I did a lot of work in there, and I get the show together. But if you want to hear what I sound like normally uh, from my studio, I will later today. There's a podcast. It's like Mercury Theater podcast. They do audio dramas. Later today, I will be recording with them. I'm playing a character named Douglas in an upcoming episode. Uh, they do like radio drama on this. Uh, I've also I've, I've joined a website that's uh, for like voice acting and everything. I'm not getting paid for this one, but there are some paying jobs on there. But I'm going to build some credentials. There you go. Uh, and you know, work my way up into that. Uh, I learned this from uh, Wiley. We call him Wiley Coyote because that's what he kind of goes by. But Wiley Botcher that I went to school with, and he has actually broken out in some stuff. He's gotten to do some games and lots of different things. Uh, awesome. But he's also gotten to do some parody things through this, like some SpongeBob parody. He's doing a voice of SpongeBob and some sort of kind of a, kind of a parody type of thing. Uh, so it's really worked out well for Wiley, so I thought I would jump in there and do it myself. So I will be doing that later. So if y'all will check out that podcast and be looking for an upcoming episode, uh, it's one having to do with uh, like a circus bears. Huh. Uh, and my character, how I end up getting the role, what the guy who was directing this, is that he, I had a very realistic sneeze on my audition tape for the guy sneezing. He's supposed to be allergic to bears. So, <laughs> and he like, yeah. 
thought that sounded real. So, okay. He says, you know how hard it is for people to do a sneeze? I'm like, I I just, I know what a sneeze sounds like. Because mm-hmm. when I, I sneeze intensely, when I sneeze, <laughs> you know, and usually if I really had to sneeze, something will come flying out. I warn you now, duck. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why people make me wear my mask. Duck so I take cover. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, so other things going on, though, this week. This was kind of a fun story, and I like to share fun stories. Uh, so as regular listeners know that are all current, uh, and I say that for a reason, I started working with LifeTouch, and, uh, which has been bought by Shutterfly, so where I'm doing school portraits this year, which has been fun. I got to say, I mean, I'd rather be back in on the radio but I am having a lot of fun with this, especially I got to do some uh, some pre-K kids, little kids. Well, one of our passwords, uh, how we remember it is, you know, little kids smile cheesy or little people smile cheesy or cool or cute, whatever you want to call it, because they do. Yeah, They have the cutest little goofy, steely smiles, little people. I love them. They're mm-hmm. adorable. Love them to death. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. But anyways, one of my co-workers... I'm going to call her out. Hi, Hannah. Uh, uh, we were talking to some podcasts. She likes to listen to a lot of crime podcasts, but she was asked if I'd recommend any Disney podcasts. And that first, guess what the first show I mentioned was? I Wonder. I Wonder. And uh, she says, oh, yeah, I listened to that one. And I pointed at myself going, that's me. Yeah. She's like, that's you. I said, that's me. That's now, awesome. She's not current, though. She's like, She said laugh because she hasn't got a chance. To, she's fallen behind on a lot of her shows that she's discovered. That's awesome. And she probably, because uh, I know a lot of people, when they discover a podcast, they might, they might listen to a new one and say, wow, I really like it. And they'll go back to the beginning and they want to listen to everything, which is cool. But when you go back to the beginning, you're going to you're gonna hear where I wasn't very good at this. So I warn you now, if you go and do that. It's not going to be good for a while. I don't know at what point I got good at this, okay? So, but she was at an episode. Uh, the last one she got to listen to was where we, uh, the title of it is The Hobbits Are Going to Disneyland. And so just to put it in placement of where that's at, that's episode 194. That was when that Tolkien movie came out. That was a while back. That's a while ago. So. So what year was that? Like 2000? It was probably 2018 at least. No, 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 no. That was the 2000. Not, no, no, that was a. 2000 and because I, I was just starting to lose weight, so it was like 2014, 2000. I wasn't that long ago. I wasn't going, and I mean, 2014. Oh, oh I was this is episode 194, I so I mean, what's that's about half I'm thinking Hobbit. You're thinking uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, I'm Or sorry. the Hobbit films. I was thinking I'm talking the Tolkien film about oh, J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm it was sorry. probably about 2018. I'm off of things. You're, you're off on a lot of things, but that's right. We okay. love you anyway. You set it up. You know, I had to go no, for that one. You. I had to get that one. You got me. Okay, but that's basically what's been going on. Also, I have been finding some time. Uh, because I'm, I'm only part-time, so I do have like some times that I have like a day off. And I got a couple of game recommendations. I want to talk about one game in particular that I've been playing. Uh, well, before we get into games, uh, just because I have it in this order, of course I have to ask the question, what have you been watching on Disney Plus? And I got to say, I've been re-watching The Mandalorian because I'm looking forward to Season 3. Well, sure. So I started re-watching that. Then also, all those Pixar shorts are all on there. Ah, I, I had a, fun. I had a good time the other day just going and watching... And we were trying to remember, like, what movie each one we remember seeing. Because I, I think For the Birds might have been with Monsters Incorporated. I think, But we remember we loved, like, For the Birds. And that's one they, they got an Oscar for. We still just adore that one. Uh, that one in Bounden. Uh, and then we even found Lou was on there. Lou was in front of, I think, Inside Out, maybe. No, no, no. Lava was in front of Inside Out. But remember, did you see Lou about the little lost and found creature? That come out yes. and had like the bully kid stealing people's yeah, stuff, and he gets the bully. I like that. Yeah, I love the lesson of that one because it shows you that you know people that are hurt hurt others, and also teaches the bully how to make friends. 
and he gains friends by the end of it. And he's excited about giving stuff their people their stuff back because he realizes when I do something nice for someone, I make friends and I'm not alone anymore. And I love that. That's a great message. But you kind of look at like Pixar as they've grown. They've gone from being, you know, funny and, and pretty clever to they're very they're more heartfelt and more thoughtful and maybe a little less funny sometimes, but yeah. it's just good quality films. Well, one thing I like about it, though, is uh, they have the ability to use uh, morals, sometimes social morals, but there's sometimes morals, sometimes you can do both, you know. Yeah. And then other times, they find a way to put a sense of uh, humor yeah. with that, and I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's that takes a, a great sense of gift and talent to that. Yeah. It really does, because... Not just anybody can do that. Sometimes people try that, and it's a real swing and miss. But I think that they got the, they got it all. Yeah. They really do. Great Pixar. I still think talent. Pixar's animated films are being are currently better than Disney's animated films. Oh, what's your no? I, I have to I've, I've said it many times. Pixar is starting it, which is why I think Disney. I mean, when when Disney started working with Pixar. They knew it's like, hey, there's something magical going on over here, at Pixar. Yeah. And so when they worked that distribution deal, which. Uh, uh, Michael Eisner really he, he he wasn't he didn't make a very good deal he was kind of was a little bit of a jerk to Pixar you know yeah. whether intentionally or not he didn't really did very well so but I liked it now that they've brought Pixar in as part of the company because they recognize Pixar has got a lot of great stories Eisner, a lot of great talent I don't want to go too much on Eisner. yeah I, was, I'll say I don't this. want to bag on the guy because he did a lot he of did good a lot too good. he did his good things but he was a businessman he he was he was a businessman he didn't have the, and he was a good businessman he didn't have the the Roy Disney uh, uh, heart. Yeah, but uh, but he was a good businessman. Yeah, but not a Disney man as far as that goes. But but he did do his good. Yeah, he did do. And I appreciate him showing up on the Sunday night Disney specials. Oh yeah, Yeah. having him in there because he knew that's what Walt did, and so he decided he would do it. He put a he put a face to the company. Keep in mind, and I'm just going to say this: me being a man who loves to draw and all, he wanted to get rid of the animated movies. He he wanted to get at the time. At the time, they weren't making money. Then then Little Mermaid, kaboom. Let's just say Roy Disney, and I'm talking about his son. Yeah, the, the nephew. Nephew. I'm talking Roy's. about Roy's son, though. Yeah. If it hadn't been for him. Roy's son, Roy. <laughs> yeah, Roy's, Roy Jr., we'll call him. Yeah. If it hadn't been for well, one him. One was an E and the other is an O. I yeah. think it was Roy E. Disney was the young, was the son, wasn't it? But yeah. I, I don't remember, but I do know this. If it hadn't been for him, it would have been gone. So right. There would have been no Little Mermaid. There would have been no, and I don't, if you like him or, no, or not, if it hadn't been for uh, there would have been no Little Mermaid, no Beauty and the Beast, no Hunchback. All those movies, mm-hmm. whether you like them or not, those were good. Yeah, and I mean, Hunchback is a very good movie. The, oh my, the animation—it's it's very dark. Is that what, what I was thinking about? People, that, but that's such a good music movie. and all that. Stuff. Oh yeah, all yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. It was like watching almost to me. I think it was like a musical play almost, like this yeah. animation. Was, well, apparently in Europe they did. They they brought that one to uh, like well, I can't call it Broadway, but they did a full musical production like what we have here with Beauty and the Beast and, uh, and Frozen so well and everything. And the, I'd love to have seen the, it, but they the, didn't bring it over here. The when I was watching that movie, which I, I saw it the night before it came out, because I helped. And I probably mentioned this before, but I uh, I knew a man who worked at a movie theater. Oh yeah, and I got to paint on the the outside windows with him. We both like to draw. Great guy. Um, but anyway, we got to see it the night before. This is before they did that. This is back in the night, 1996, in fact. And so we got to do this before they did that. So we got to watch it the night before it came out. Oh, and man. it was so much fun. Just me, him, and his girlfriend sitting in the theater watching that. Nobody else. And it was so awesome. And uh, I remember the whole theater just 
Meeks, and I knew the, the songs because I'd had the soundtrack of course, like a week before. That's what we do. That's what we did. Yeah. And, and we, I was sitting there singing it, not out loud. I wouldn't do that. It wouldn't have written for anyone else. But I was sitting there singing it to, uh, with, just to myself, singing it with them. And man, oh man, to hear that music. And I just loved it. Yeah. And right away I saw Belle walking there, you know. <laughs> it's just so great. It was just, I don't know. It's, it's a great, great film. Job. Speaking of, well, I did have a similar experience with the first Spider-Man movie, by yes. the way, because Josh was working at the theater. The same yes. guy who took me to Walt Disney World. Yes. Uh, he was working at that theater. He got me in for the late showing. with the, I think it was me, Heather, James. Were you with us? I can't remember. I know James was with us. I don't remember. Maybe you weren't. I don't know. But speaking of drawing, I want to piggyback on that to let you know what's coming up on the show. Uh, We are going to have a movie review of, I finally got around to sitting to watch on Disney Plus, Ivan, or the one and only Ivan. I've seen that. So, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. We'll talk about that later on the show, but we do have a lot of news. But I do want to talk a couple other extra things, speaking of some video games. So, this week, I, 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 I finished the main story of Skyrim. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five, and since I did the main story, I'm keeping it installed on my PlayStation because there's more things to do. That game is so big, uh, and I made it fun for myself. I've learned some tricks, and I should pro- I'll probably make some videos showing this uh, without really having to cheat the system or anything. You can make yourself pretty much invincible. But what is the story of Skyrim? Uh, the main story is that you are your character, whoever you create, is the Dragonborn. So you're the only person who's able to speak the dragon speech. Oh, that's okay. And you told use me that. like the dragon because basically, and it even says like in a loading screen that a, a battle between two dragons is actually a verbal debate because they use words oh, to breathe cool. fire or ice or all these kind of things. And the Dragonborn is a human who can naturally do that ability. All they got to do is learn the word, and he can do it. So, but you're on that character, and you're coming as almost like a foretold because Alduin, the, the eater of worlds, the mighty dragon, has returned, and along with him, all these other dragons are coming back. And so that's like the main story is dealing with that. But there's so many other side stories for you to play with, and I play with a lot of them. But there is a fun trick, and many of you, maybe if you play Skyrim, you might know this. You go and you learn if you get good at alchemy and some enchanting, mm-hmm. you can eventually create a potion that you can then enchant an armor that fortifies your health, where your health could be over 3,000, so nothing really will ever hurt you. You could fall off the tallest mountain and not get hurt. I mean, you might be hurt, but you won't feel it. And then, with some, right, you don't, I wouldn't recommend enchanting on the PlayStation, trying to enchant a sword that does like 3,000 3, heat damage, because everything usually has only about 200, 300 health. Even like a boss character. Even the dragons. So, you know, you can make a, an enchantment on something, but I've noticed the PlayStation, it'll, it, it can't handle the math, it'll crash, and then suddenly your sword doesn't have any charges of your magic. But you can get a potion of super smithing when, with all the trickery, and I'll show you how to do all this eventually in some videos, if you yeah. don't already. Basically, it's a potion of smithing that you, 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 create, you, you don't create the weapon, but when you sharpen it and you, you refine the weapon, you can make that weapon do 3,000 damage or whatever. Not not an enchanting, but you can do it. Like, I, I got a, a sword that was doing 675 damage on its own without an enchantment. So I didn't have to enchant that sword. I just had to hit stuff with it, and anything would just die. So I made myself super-powered and did all these other side missions and did the main quit the main mission just to experience the story. And I'm basically, I'm Superman, except for I can't fly. But I can one-punch everything with this magic sword I got and this armor I'm wearing that gives me so much health that nothing hurts me. Well, so I'll it was awesome. <laughs> about, I'll tell you this about dragons. I know this much. Every little piece. Oh, every oh, little oh, piece. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, for anyone who doesn't get the Peach dragon, dragon reference. Dragon, you're my wagon to destiny. You're the key. <laughs> okay. Well, moving along. So also, it was, having that time, I did a short playthrough game uh, of uh, Detroit Become Human. 
that game, I was well, I was on the verge of tears a couple times by the end. It's a very well done sci-fi game. That the, the story of that game can go almost any direction depending upon how you play through. There's multiple different directions of that story. It's a very creative game. I highly recommend it. But what I wanted to get down to was I mentioned, and you probably remember me talking about this, that they announced for The Sims 4 an expansion oh, to yes. go Star Wars. That's going to be awesome. It's out. Oh, cool. It's out. I have it. I've played it. Yeah. Now let me tell you something about it. I'm a little disappointed. Oh. It is pretty neat, but it feels, it feels almost like a novelty at this point. Now, I haven't done everything yet. It took me a while to kind of figure some stuff out because... Now, I'm playing it on a PlayStation 4, and the load times are unbearable on that. Maybe it would run better on a computer. Uh, and it's the interface is a little tricky. I forgot how to do a few things. It took me... Because it's basically... Batuu is a vacation destination, which you're gonna, you can take your regular Sims to. It took me a while to remember how to set up that, but I noticed when I got to Batuu, it told me how many days of vacation I had to spend there because my job requires me to come back and do my job. The Sim still has to have a life. But the problems I've had is... Uh, you have to find certain people at times, basically, because you have options. Uh, you've got the the Black Spire outposts. As you've got locations. So the Black Spire outpost is over here. There's a resistance camp in the woods, and this is based completely off the Galaxy's Edge in, gonna, in a Disney park. Say, it's formatted just like that. I was going to say, if I'm not mistaken, these are places you can actually yeah. go in Disney. If I'm not mistaken. There's also a First Order area within yeah. town. Yeah, they have And they've that. got the locations of shops where you could actually buy stuff in the park, so you can actually go and buy Problem is, is when you go to the shop and you want to buy something, you click on the shop and say you want to buy it, you don't actually get to go wander in the store. That's you, what you You're outside. Your character goes and disappears, and then you get a menu of items that you could buy. I wanted to go wandering inside. I wanted to look inside all the other buildings, but I can't. I could go into the cantina, which is nice, because you just walk in, and you can do all kinds of stuff. Rex is over there DJing and everything. They, it does sound like Paul Rubens may have voice of Rex for them, but of oh, course, cool. he's speaking sim language, so it's, ooh, me me You know, he's doing that whole thing. <laughs> and I don't good. know if it's really it. Paul Rubens, but it's a good job. It's, and yeah, I was having fun with that. But, else. So, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, I do recommend, because I think you, you, you can enjoy it for the Star I'm Wars-ness, <laughs> but... And on Black Spire, you can find Hondo. Good old oh, Hondo yeah. Anaka. Yeah. And he ha I couldn't figure out how to start a smuggler quest. Because when I first got in there, I didn't realize the game... Because it sets it up as, as your career things to do. And first, what it wants you to do is, is find certain things and go plan you a, a Batu outfit, which basically means you can, you can choose some clothes. It also shows you where to refresh your character. Refreshing means that they'll, they'll take a shower, they'll go to the bathroom. But there's only one location that I found to refresh and take a shower. Now, I guess that would be similar to the parks, but yeah, when I'm that. in the cantina, my character has to go to the bathroom. You'd think somewhere in that cantina there'd be a bathroom. Yeah. There ain't. He has to go all the way on the other side of that one map. But the problem is, is now I have th I have three maps. Okay? Uh -huh. So if I want to go from Black Spire Outpost and I want to go to the Resistance Camp, I actually have to go to the phone and go travel and go through a whole loading process to get over to pop up in the Resistance Camp. And I'm going to do this repeatedly because I started doing resistance missions. These resistance missions, well, some of them will require me to go and get a data spike in the Black Spire Outpost and then go over to the First Order thing, use the data spike, hack some comm tower. So I've got these little tasks I'm doing, and I have to find these little things that I don't have much of a clue to figure out what is that item, who, what is, who is this person I'm looking for, because I've got a, a resistance contact wandering around that, that says in the cantina, but the person that I was supposed to contact was wandering around whether they wanted them at, but then every once in a while would come into the can that cantina. And I even had times where I, my character got busy doing something. You know how Sims do. They'll take care of themselves if you've said it right. 
I'll tell them, oh, I need to go do this, and I'll select to go interact with the character with something that is highlighted as being a resistance mission. But then that person, that character I want to interact with, stops what they were doing or starts doing a task to where it drops that selection that I've made. And now I can't go and reselect to do that selection for whatever reason. So it's I found it to be kind of buggy that way. And I even had a lot of trouble. Um, you know, I needed to make sure my character had learned programming in order to go and hack some things. So I've had all kinds of trouble doing the task. And in the middle of the task, your character, he wants to eat. He wants to sleep. He wants to go to the bathroom because he's a sim. Sure. So I've had all those type of problems. And some things that my sim got to do, like I got to go and uh, fly an X-Wing to do it. It's, it's like a distraction mission. I'm trying to lead the, the, the First Order away from what the Resistance is really trying to do. I don't get to fly those missions. I'm playing a sim. I just go and, and click on the next wing and tell him to pilot and do this job. Now, it did have a little, because Sims 4 will have things like are on the job. This situation just happened on the job. What do you want your sim to do? And there is that, and that's it's it's kind of neat, but I wanted to fly the thing. I, if I, when I play Star Wars game, I'm used to getting to pilot the thing, have the fights. Uh, so that's it's a little disappointing in some of those ways because you're still playing The Sims, and there's a lot of problems yeah. like that. But you're still getting to play in the Star Wars universe, and that's still fun. And by the time I got myself where I bought a lightsaber, and I didn't realize that I was already given a kyber crystal. I was given a white one for doing oh, yeah. a resistance yeah. job, but I didn't want that one. I, I, I bought a green one. So I built my lightsaber, and that unlocks where you can challenge certain other characters to Jedi duels. And so, but if you if you make the challenge, apparently you're the one that wins. So uh, well, I had some things where I go and challenge people. Now, here's the funny part. I've got my wife, Heather, playing, and she's gotten to do the scoundrel missions. I got those working. When she completed a scoundrel mission, it gave her a red kyber crystal. Huh. So when I went, I bought her a hill, and she's got... The funny thing is, when I lit up my green one... My, for the first time when he put the Kyber Crystal in, he's like, ha, ah, you know, I've I've stepped my first path of being a Jedi. When Heather put her red Kyber Crystal in, she's, <laughs> it was hilarious. So you just called your wife a scoundrel. <laughs> scoundrel? I did, I did scoundrel? I mean, that's, and then of course, Hondo says, scoundrel? No, we're maybe a pirate, we'll take that, but we don't like scoundrel. Han would have taken scoundrel, like, I like the sound yeah, of that. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, but that's just, that's the path. She's go, she's walking, but they work kind of with the resistance anyway, because yeah, that's why do. Hondo's getting to drive the Millennium Falcon around. Um, but now, here's what's funny stuff you buy there, the clothes I, I'm wearing and buy too, I can't wear back home. But our lightsabers came with us, and there I played go. around. I, when we went back home, after we, I, I came off the vacation, I was I had Heather I was controlling Heather and I was like I clicked over on me just to see and I was like oh look I can challenge Jeremy to a duel of course since she was the one that challenged she won <laughs> she won the duel but it's funny so we're out in front of our our suburban home battling with lightsabers well have you not as the neighbors before? walk by this, this is a lesson in marriage the wife always wins <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go but one thing I also found fun is I was able to because one of her her first scoundrel mission was to play Sabak with Hondo and when you go to vacation you do things as a group so I was able to bring Heather was able you know, I was playing as Heather because she had to do the mission, but I was able to bring my sim and Hondo all together at a Sabak table, and we're playing Sabak, and you can watch, because you have a different, your simoleons is money in the regular game, but you have credits in the Star Wars universe, and there actually are gambling with the credits, but you don't have, the problem is, I mean, it was fun, I'm, oh, we're playing Sabak, but I wanted to play the game, the sims are doing it, I have no control over whether or not the sims are going to win. As her, for, oh, at first, boy. Heather won her hand. We won 400 credits out of him. But then he won like 100 of them back. And then oh. we won some more back. So, so it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It is a gamble. But you don't you don't have any control of what's going to happen. Or you can't play. I want to be able to play Sabak in the game. But so you I, can't. I just realized. You just make your sim. I just realized a similarity. 
not just with the word wife and Wookiee, but with the fact that uh, I said the wife always wins, the wo- let the Wookiee win. <laughs> I haven't seen any Wookiees wandering around. Oh, no. Haven't, I've seen a lot of other different species, but I, I haven't seen Wookiees. any Wookiees. <laughs> Chewbacca's my favorite. He's, he's in the park. Yes, Chewbacca. he is. Chewbacca's over there. About. Now, are well, there any other... I think there is. That, 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 I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Chewbacca's friend. Uh, who's like Captain Tarful yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Uh, uh, yes. I haven't seen... Like I said, I haven't seen any other Wookiees show up. Aww. I'm expecting, you know, many, walks, walks. this thing just came out, so I'm expecting oh, EA, sure, sure. and you know, it's still going to be, they're going to tweak it and update and everything. There's been a lot of updates just the regular Ewoks Sims. Like that? No, I haven't seen any Ewoks, Aww. but you don't see any Ewoks in the parks, but they could have Jawas and Ewoks in the game. Yeah. So, I, we'll wait and see what all they do, but overall, I do recommend it. It is kind of, it's just, it's amusing, but it's, I want I want more from it than what I, I was able to dry, buy a blue milk. What I was going to, oh, that's and cool. Stuff like what that. I was going to ask you was, is it a game uh, different from The Sims in the sense that you can do Star Wars things, or is it just a, um, I don't know what the right word is, it's just a mask. I mean, is it just like, that's not You're doing Sims things in a Star Wars universe. So is it but just like an For outfit? your career stuff, you're just going and getting... Kind of like an online role-playing game where you can go and you get a quest from a quest giver, yeah. and then you go do it. I, I did learn, if you already have a quest, don't go and try to get another quest because it'll wipe it out. I was looking for. Is this um, in a ways, it is, because it's you're still playing a Sims game. You're just playing it in a Star Wars area. I now. just didn't know if, like, like if would you get a lightsaber if you're actually doing the lightsaber stuff? No, like, you're oh, just okay. saying, go challenge them, and they'll go, shoo, shoo. and so you don't get control of the fight. Yeah. They're just doing it. So, like I said, whoever whoever initiates the challenge apparently gets the animation yeah. to win. And basically by winning means they disarm them and then your opponent falls down and they're like, ha-ha! So, but it's still fun. Yeah, it's, and it's still some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm still, I still was enjoying it. I was a little disappointed because I kind of felt like I wanted more out of it. Yeah. But, you know, they just put this expansion out. They'll probably make some updates. You know, maybe give them a few more buildings that you're allowed to go and play in. I don't know. But uh, overall, yeah, I do recommend it because if you're a Star Wars fan, it's still going to make you smile. How much fun it would be if they if they expanded that, and I don't mean the Star Wars, just just the Star Wars. That would be fun. But they could try so many other things too. If the Sims made a deal with Star Trek or with uh, Marvel, I would say this or, must be some sort of deal with Disney. Well, okay, overall, Marvel, so then. maybe yes, maybe we could play in the Marvel universe. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know because. I didn't even know this was happening. Somehow I missed it yeah, until I, they uh, made that announcement. And it was, I mean, it was announced like a couple weeks before, boom, boom. It, boom, it's out. Yeah. So they're really, I mean, unless someone else is a bit more in the know than I am, and I, I, I'd say there's probably people more in the know than I am. I don't know of anything else coming. But if this deal was with Disney, yeah. because, well, EA, though, has a Star Wars license, though. Sure, they do. So that might be all it is. They might only have license for Star Wars. But with that, I'm, I'm kind of hoping maybe... With the relationship with Disney, if EA continues to make make some sort of quality product, and this, I'd say this is a quality product. It's up to it's a Sims game, and it's exactly what you expect from the Sims. But I would like to have maybe where you could play in a Disney park, because basically when you go to these places, you're supposed to be on a vacation. Yeah. Why not have a Disney park vacation? Oh, how fun it would be to go to to uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Go on the ride. And just to have a generic Magic Kingdom and have, you know, mix ver- your version of Disneyland and Walt Disney World. We'll go on the rides. It'd yeah, and, you know, have send your sim on the rides. Yeah, you know. and, and how about, how about uh, what would great... Which there is that game that I was playing with. Marvel, that, but how great it would be to go to a Comic-Con. 
And it, <laughs> that, how much fun that would be. You see the people dressed like the. the Go to a the, convention and convention? Like people dress like. Yeah. That would be fun. You know, you'd have a lot of fun. That would that. be fun. And there might be something in The Sims 4 already to do stuff like that because they. they basically, The Sims 4 is where they stopped and now they're just making expansions for it. Yeah. Apparently. So. But, anyways, that's kind of my thoughts on that. But I had one last thought I want to get before we get into any sort of news. And I listed. I've got my notes. It says, Weird Dreams of Haunted Mansion Alteration. Now, let me fast something up to y'all. I have had, ever since going to the parks, and maybe even before, but mainly I think after, I've had dreams of going, mainly I guess it's always Disneyland I go to, usually, because I don't have a familiarity with Disneyland. Because literal I, dreams. The dreams, yes. Literal, I, I have I'm two. asleep and I have a dream. I, I have two is why I, I, I was, go ahead. Yeah, so I've, I've several times, and it's always stuff like I don't, usually get to do that's why i know i'm always in disneyland because i've never really been there i've had times because i never went with my family i've had times my mom who's long passed away is there and we're on a vacation to disneyland which never really happened but that's like i said this is like a when i'm asleep dream uh but always when i go i it's like number one thing because i love the haunted mansion i always have to go to the haunted mansion but every time i go i get a different version of the haunted mansion and it's, it's not until I wake up that I realize that was nothing like the real thing. But always there's some crazy imaginative mm-hmm. thing. Sometimes we're riding through. Sometimes we're actually walking through. One time we were floating through. It was all like a water thing. But a weird thing. So last night I had this. And I just added the notes this morning. I had this dream. And it was weird. Because the, the Grin Grinning Ghost theme was not there. And that was unnerving. Even in the dream, there was no music. Now, it was kind of cool because... I, I almost I was afraid I was going to get kicked out of the park because they had stuff close enough by. They had these like like wall sconces and they were kind of moving and leaning in at us. And I reached up and touched one and I realized, oh, I'm going to get kicked out of this if I do that. But it was like I was right there. I couldn't help myself. I was like, oh, I want to touch it. But I but I, I realized while I was writing, it's like I'm not hearing grim grinny ghosts. I've had a that well that spooked me because like golly, well you know with how Disney they're changing things in the parks. I guess if they if they touch on mansion to do something like that, I'd freak the heck out. Well. The, the people here listening may not know this about me. I do suffer from seizures. Yeah. Um, they're different now than they used to be. I, I used to have seizures a long time ago. I have had uh, <laughs> seven brain surgeries. Um, yeah. The, the two that I had previously, I'm talking about the, the from uh, on the opposite side of my brain now, uh, I had two tumors at the beginning. And the second one, second brain uh, surgery, I started having seizures after them. Well, anyway, uh, earlier on in my life, Many years ago now, about 15, 20 years ago, I started having uh, the seizures. And at that time, I had a video game, which I played for PlayStation 2, I believe. Uh, the and, go-kart one. And, yeah, the go-kart right? one. Right, yeah. There was a time on uh, a certain level which you had to do certain things. And when you would go through there, it would just pretty much be you and you alone at night going through there. And it was real <laughs> spooky because Ooh. not only because of the Haunted Mansion, but there was nobody in there with you. And it was like real, almost quiet. You just hear the ah, oh, oh, and then hardly the music. I mean, just you pretty much by yourself. And I used to get a little spooked. I actually not only dreamed about it because I was played it so much, <laughs> trying to try to get that done. But when I'd go through a seizure, sometimes I would almost be like uh, kind of half dreaming, but it seemed like it was really happening. Mm. And I dream when I was having a seizure, I would see it happening, uh, different things. And the haunted mansion was one of the things I saw happening. That in the jungle, right? But I see this stuff going on through my seizures and then into my sleep. Sometimes that stuff would repeat itself. Weird. So that's why it kind of freaked me out. That. And <laughs> yeah. once in a great while, that stuff will come back in my dreams. And just like two months ago, that happened. Ooh. And every once in a while, every once in a while, people who have passed, uh, talking about in real life, uh, that stuff will 
come to me. <laughs> so that's it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about this dream last night, I was there with a family that I had no idea who they were. But I was like, I'd known them for a long time, but I had no, you know, they had you know a couple of kids. Are fun. Dreams you know. are weird. But they're kind of fun, too. Yeah. But it's weird, because normally I'd be there with, like, you know, be there with mom or my family or whatever. But yeah, this is weird. I was with people that I didn't even know. Like this other family that knew me. And what's weird is I kind of, all right, I'm, I'm going to throw this idea out there. Believe me, if anybody ever did this for me, I would love you to death. But it, was, it almost felt like they were listeners. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and they, so because I wasn't that familiar with, I felt like I was getting to know this family, but they they already kind of knew me, which is exactly every, all you listening and you especially right there. Yes, I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> you feel like you know me because I can talk right into your ears. No, and we're friends. I will say now we are friends. I've just never met you yet, but we're friends. Okay, that's how that works. <laughs> but and that's how it felt like. It's like I, it was there. There, it's like oh, but, well, we're friends. I'm just still getting to know them, but they know me because they've listened to the show. That's what it felt like, and it was it was fun. But I just remember being on the haunted mansion and then not hearing grim grinning ghosts in any form was unnerving. So. Yeah, you know, I hope that like like that go kart through the through the Magic Kingdom game. I hope they remake that. Yeah, because like I was even this week. I was playing the Aladdin and Lion King, where they've kind of remade yeah. it. Playing on PlayStation Four, and I was Fun. playing with that. This makes it, I thought it was going to have the Super Nintendo Aladdin game and the Sega one, but it's only the Sega one. But that's okay because the Sega one will actually use Disney animators. Uh, the Sega one is harder though. Apparently, I've never played the Super Nintendo one, but I love the uh, straight, and I love that the music is actually pulled pretty much from the movies and yeah, done in, in Sega Genesis style. So, but yeah, so that was a weird dream, but I, I guess we can jump into some news. Spanning the Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. Alright, so the first thing, uh, I saw some special seasonal things happening for all of you living in Florida. So yeah, so now I'm going to talk directly to you there in Florida. Uh, but there, on the Disney Parks blog, it said Florida residents enjoy special offers, discounts on seasonal magic at Walt Disney World. So it's, uh, it's a limited time. But you're going to receive about 20% discount on select merchandise. That's going on Monday through Thursday, September 15th through October 29th. And you do have to prove your residency. But, I mean, I'm looking at little objects of... Um, oh, golly. You know the little ghost dog? Oh, zero. 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 I say zero. There's the little uh, kind of an apple. There's like a Haunted Mansion maid outfit type of thing. And I'm not sure what these are. These are like candle holders. But, I mean, there's really some great pictures here on the blog. There's different little fun food items. Now, they, they, they did mention the place is going to be kind of in a fall decor, and there will be some Halloween-themed character cavalcades going on, but we're not going to have the, the not-so-scary Halloween parties going Aww. on. I don't know if any of the uh, Mickey's special Christmas stuff is going to happen, but we know, of course, they're going to decorate. They have been talking, like, in November, they'll deck that place out for the holidays, but uh, I don't think I've heard anything about having or not having at this point. I would presume they probably will not be having the Christmas parties because they the limited capacity. But uh, all right, I'm just going to go up and say it. I have a feeling here in November that suddenly all this is just going to go away. Yeah, I, I imagine. Wink and a nod. Yeah, wink and a nod. Either you understand me or you, you don't. You know what? I, but, okay, yes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, I know that, that for the sake of, of Christmas, uh, uh, holiday, whatever you want to call it, I know that they, they... We can call it Christmas they, they, here. We yeah, like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Go Christmas. ahead. 
Christmas. And happy Hanukkah to all of the rest of you. You bet. You bet. Happy Kwanzaa, happy, happy Festivus, whatever. Happy but. Hanukkah, Percy. Uh, <laughs> that, that's an inside joke. Uh, anyhow, I remember... Uh, I'm too I, much I early. I'm already worried from people Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway, they have, uh, they have the great holiday stuff at, at, uh, at Disney World. That's yeah. great. But, man, I really do wish, even if it was just for a, a, a week or two, I wish that they would have a very awesome, even if it was just for a parade, uh, Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Well, I know Thanksgiving, the, crowd, the, the place gets packed, and they do, that I, I guess, awesome. a few things. Kind of like on Easter, there's a, a yeah. few fun things you can find on that day. Yeah. But there's no big buildup to wouldn't, it. Wouldn't it be interesting, even if it's just a parade? I would love to yeah. see. That would be see, fun. I'd love to see Mickey and them direct because I, I love the the pictures I've seen. Of, yeah. Well, you remember how they had the Norman Rockwell? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if those were officially Disney made, but they're cool. Yeah, but they were Disney, and it was great to at least I got see them dressed like, like that like, too. Uh, see them dressed like pilgrims. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That would be neat. Of course. So All right, I don't want to get on there. There are people who are fussed about things I like know that too. That, but still. It's still an American. Don't ruin my fun. It's this still an this is this is part of we enjoy, and you know there was a time of peace before things kind of went wrong. Yeah, and believe me, there were people doing wrong on both sides of the whole thing. It's and, terrible, but that's history. History is full of people messing up. That, Get and, over yourself. And not just that, not just that. Uh, they came together with peace. Yeah, that was a time where it came together in peace, and that's I wish right. it could have went that stayed that way. But mm-hmm. that's right. You know, but, but that's that is history, and you can't condemn one country because. America is no worse, and actually, we're probably a lot better than a lot of the other things right. that went on in the rest of the world. So, but but I always oh, remember that's it. a good time to give thanks. That's right. So you know what? A good time of some thankfulness in Disney would be nobody would complain about that. That's we should right. all be grateful. Thankful for one another. Thankful for one another for for just one of many bazillion things we should be thankful for. Amen. Right on. All right. So next thing. Speaking of being thankful, all you there in Hong Kong. Disneyland Resort in Hong Kong is celebrating its 15th birthday. Cool. I, it doesn't seem like it should be that, that old. Well, so you get you got to remember you, there's a difference between the Hong Kong and Shanghai. Shanghai just opened like a no, few no, years I, ago. No, I, I knew that. I that's knew where, that. where in my but, head I always have to remember it's Hong years, Kong. 15 years just seemed like a blink of the eye for me right Woo. now. Woo! It just seems <laughs> like it just happened. Woo! I've been married longer than that. I know. I know. But I'm old. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> you say nothing. Yeah. You say You're still nearly a year older than me. I'll kick you. But they're actually going to do uh, some virtual celebration. Um, let's see what day is this? This was released on Saturday. Is when they uh, there's a video on their YouTube channel. Uh, but they're going to have uh, some stuff going on on Facebook. Uh, they want to have online video calls and back. They got some backgrounds for you to use, basically. Uh, from like around in Hong Kong where you got a Toy Story Land, you got Mickey and Minnie and Donald and all kinds of fun little backgrounds. Uh, I guess virtual backgrounds. They have a bunch of pictures on the blog for virtual backgrounds. Really? I thought when they talk about wanting to do something online that they were going to have let you watch it. Uh, I'd keep an eye on their on their YouTube page because they might live stream something. I don't know what day, though, it's going to be because they didn't say. Well, oh no, today marks the 15th birthday, so Saturday was. Okay, never mind, answer my own question. Okay, well, but yeah, so congratulations. We're going to talk about Hong Kong later, too, if I leave you me. That's going to come up. All right, and the other thing, over at WDWNT, World, Walt Disney World News Today, they had some neat pictures. I don't know if you can see these from where you're at, Phil. 
cookie cutters oh, of iconic locations or items from the parks. I you've won't. got the Epcot uh, Spaceship Earth. You've yes. got the castle. Awesome. Both ca Look, here's the Disneyland castle. I like that. And there is the carousel before it became the Incredicoaster. Oh, no. Well, no, I guess I don't know if they changed the carousel over there in uh, California Adventure. So. But here's the Hollywood Terror Ho Hotel, Tower Hotel, whatever. That, yeah. You know what I mean? The Terror Tower Hotel. Terror. But and even the Tree of Life oh, from Animal cool. Kingdom. Six cookie cutters that are available. I think it's available on Shop Disney. I hope it is. I like that. Believe me, I would make some cookies like this. These are super cool, and of course, though you can decorate the cookies after you cut them out and paint them up if you're really talented. I really you could that. probably pull it off because you did all the wrestling cookies. I, yeah, I could. I could try. I would probably not do a good job with the icing. I'd make a total mess of it. But still, these are cookie if cutters. If we would even make it to the icing, because let's be honest, we probably just, just eat the cookies. <laughs> we'd be like a cookie uh, cookie monster. <laughs> Alrighty, okay. And you remember, like a while back, and I, I was sharing them on my own Facebook page because. Funko slowly started letting us see these Disneyland characters. Bit at a time. And I was sharing every time Funko posted one. And you've been sending stuff to oh, Messenger. Man. Because the first series already came and it's sold out. Including, Plus, remember I was telling you that I saw a picture of like a castle? Apparently sold out. Amazon cleared this stuff out. Mm. But a second wave is apparently live and probably sold out as we speak. Today I saw some more pictures of Peter Pan and... and, and, and Jeremy and I are Peter Pan nuts. We love, Alex, obviously. I just myself trying to get a fly on my face. Obviously, we're there. Yeah, here's, here it is. And, and they got Peter uh, Pan Toad and he's and Dumbo. I think he's right. Yeah, he's he definitely is. riding the uh, the Peter Pan ride. Minnie's riding on the Dumbo ride. Yeah. You got Mr. Toad on his ride. There's a there's a. Uh, uh, well, I see Hook. Mr. Toad with the big crazy eyes. But the Captain Hook figures. I love them all. But they're selling. Oh, oh I've got a whole list. Uh, this is land. the this is the second wave. Flying Dumbo ride with Mickey, but. 30 bucks for that one. Yeah. Peter Pan and flight card, Mr. Toad in a car, Mr. Toad with spinning eyes, awesome. Captain Hook, Pete, just a Peter Pan, ten ninety nine. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I wish I would. Uh, like money's that. tight right now, but oh, man, a Peter Pan. Alice in a teacup. Oh, I'd get oh, that I, one for Heather. Oh, and they also had, uh, was it the, the cat I saw? Uh, that's interesting. So there, okay. There's also a flying Dumbo with Minnie that's a seven ninety nine. I guess there's probably one giant one. Yeah, and I one saw two. Side. Yeah. Yeah. But what you're saying? I, I think it was... I saw Alice. Oh, it's a keychain. That's what seven ninety nine. Okay, keychains. I saw Go Alice, uh, and I I don't remember if it was a Cheser cat, but I saw two different uh, teacups. That might be the first wave, because yeah, this is uh, the Alice in a teacup is a keychain. There's a Dumbo ride with Minnie in a keychain, Peter Pan keychain, and a Mr. Toad keychain as well. Uh, now the original, oh, the yeah. first wave. Okay. Yeah, see that's the first wave, and I remember sharing that image where you have. Uh, Mickey in, in the park band oh, yeah. style and the castle, oh, boy. which I wanted that castle, oh, Aunt but those sold out fast because they had pre-orders available on Entertainment Earth. Uh, oh, there, the shipping's actually, uh, well, I guess there is still, well, they had, the, the, this is the, the, where I'm looking at, this is like the original article. It was on comicbook.com. Um, not to be confused with Cosmic Book. Cosmic Book has a lot of fake stuff, so don't yeah. go to that one. Go to comicbook.com. Uh, but there was a pre-sale going on, but I guess it might have sold out on Entertainment Earth. But uh, shipping is slated for January, a lot of this stuff. Uh, so you might not you know, get it until then, even on the Amazon. I don't know, but hunt down what you can. You're going to probably pay out the yin-yang for it because people are probably buying. And then once people get it, there's probably people buying multiples. They're planning to turn around and sell it. You're not supposed to. Disney doesn't like that when you pull it from the parks and do that kind of thing. Well, sure. So uh, even so much to where, uh, I, you know, because... I know, I know. Eric wouldn't like uh, want to 
he wouldn't he wouldn't like oh what's the word scalp me or anything. Uh, but I, there's been times I've asked Eric, he's like if you if I send you money, will you pick this up for me? And he will not do it because he does not want to get himself into trouble. And I totally understand that he doesn't want to risk it. But it basically just you know. I was like, if I sent you the money, though, I don't know if it would be as bad. But yeah, he doesn't even want to appear because they'll they'll do stuff to his annual pass, and I'm not going to make him do anything. I asked once, but I will never ask again because I do not want to get Eric in trouble. So, but I there was some stuff I would love to be able to get. I cannot find my scrolly thing anymore. On uh, what did I click on? All right, here we go. All right, so moving on. So the Xbox Series S and X. Have, they've announced those are awesome. He's got some Star Wars salt and pepper shakers that are uh, first order and the Kylo Ren helmet. By the way, he's showing me. All right, so not Kylo Ren. Uh, oh, there's an oh. Okay, I saw the Kylo, Kylo Ren. Is this a regular stormtrooper then? Oh, it is. Okay, but salt and pepper shakers. Cool. Um, anyways, moving. But the Xbox Series S and Series X, uh, there are differences in size, differences in the hardware. Uh, but we're looking at like. Uh, let me find those prices again. Uh, over 100 high-quality games to play on the console. Now they've got a there. They do have uh, like a streaming service, and you can get it on your PC through your if you got a Microsoft Windows. Uh, they have a Game Pass that I can play a lot of Xbox games on my PC through this Game Pass. It's kind of a streaming service similar to what I do on the PlayStation. Um, but uh, you, there's uh, they're they're kind of moving people towards that with these consoles. Where you are gonna gonna stream your games, yeah. So you're gonna so pay right. some extra fees, like twenty four ninety nine a month for twenty four months. Uh, that's the Series S, and uh, and uh, the X will be at thirty four ninety nine because I guess the X is also gonna have you know more power. But say see, in addition to the traditional gaming option of purchasing the new generation Xbox Series X and S at four ninety nine estimated retail price and two ninety nine estimated retail price respectively, we're expanding all of our Xbox All Access program to twelve countries this holiday, with more to come in twenty twenty one. So basically, four ninety nine for X, two ninety nine for the S. Now the X, I think, I think is gonna maybe have a disc drive because they were, they've talked about yeah. backwards compatibility, but of course, a lot of that backwards compatibility could be. Streaming the games. They're doing the same. Or down. You, well, of course, with the, the Game Pass, instead of streaming them like I do on PlayStation, it seems more focused on the PC to, for me to download they're, the game. They're doing that with PlayStation as well. Yeah, work. PlayStation Five is going to do that, but they do have an option, of course, for a disc that I know. Yeah. Xbox, I'm not sure that you have a disc. Yeah, I believe they have that with that as well. Yeah, I think they should because that would, you know, if I got disc for something, I want to be able to I'm play. I'm getting it. more expensive for the play. I'm doing PlayStation. Yeah, I'm doing a PlayStation. But for all you Xbox fans mm-hmm. out there. That's uh, that information out there. That was on news.xbox.com. They've got a lot of information about that. Okay, another quick jump on there. I I heard about this just a couple days ago. So Diana Rigg passed away. Yeah, and you're looking at me like, hmm. Well, that's I, that's I know bad. The name. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, she was the original Avengers. Now, I'm not talking Marvel's Avengers. I'm yeah. talking like the two. You know, they made a movie in America with about. Uma Thurman I know, I know and. She, I know who that is. I'm explaining to uh, yeah. you listening, not not Philip. I'm explaining it to you, just in case you didn't know. But there was an old Avengers TV yes. show. They made a movie that was terrible. I went to the theater thinking it was going to be awesome, oh, like yeah. a weird, goofy James Bond. It was terrible. Yeah. I guess the series was great. Yeah, so, I used to watch. So the show. she was on that. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, oh, that's too bad. But then I saw she was Lady Holiday in the Great Muppet Caper. Mm, yes, that's the only thing I think I know her from. And that's why I wanted to bring it up on the show that she's passed away. I used to watch the TV show of the Avengers. Uh, my father told me about it growing up. And uh, I can't remember if it was Nickelodeon. Well, Nick, Nick at Night, Night I, I mean, think, did show it for uh, a while. And I watched it. 
on one of those shows. I don't remember which one because I, I had a few things I watched. And I watched... If you mention an old classic TV show, I probably have seen it or own it or something because <laughs> yeah. I'm a t- I'm a TV holic and I uh, freely I'll, admit that I uh, yes I mean I own so many nonsensical shows and I love them I love them because it takes you to another time and and so uh, another place to, to her I the say age of wonder thank you for your for your uh, uh, work yeah. and thank you for your art and it because uh, you help people in times that they needed you use it this is how I see it for all artists of, of different sorts. You help people to take their mind off the troubles. Yeah, at least that. that's why we—that's what we respect out of them. We don't. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm no. I'm not gonna go on that tangent because that's even with football. We want to watch you play football. We're not yeah. that worried about other stuff. We, even we if we agree with you, we're like we she did a to, good job in we her want day. You to perform and, and we. What you do is we enjoy what you do. That's, and right. that's what. That's what. That's all we need from you. But she was you good, help she us was good escape. In, her, in her role. She was good. Yeah. In this appeal. Was so right? all of you that help us escape from because we got to deal with all kinds of stuff in our in regular life. So you those who entertain and you play sports and stuff, we love it when you help us forget about what's going on in the world and just have fun. Yeah. And please continue to do that because that's, right. that's what we love you for. That's right. That we love to watch you throw touchdowns. We love to watch you perform as characters. This feel. And so that's why we love you, and we do love you. But that's that's all we really need. We need an escape, and you help us, and we thank you for that. Absolutely. That's all I'm going to say. So, moving on. Speaking of people who are doing awesome things to help us escape, Ewan McGregor has confirmed that the Obi-Wan series it will be a standalone series, so just one season, but it will begin filming in 2021. Here it comes. Ooh, it's coming. Right. So, I'm glad... That's saying you and McGregor just basically told us the world will be back to normal in 2021 and we'll be able to film some more stuff. Heck I yeah, brother. Ian Thank McGregor. you. He's I'm so good. I don't know what they're going to do with this, but I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. All right, but now after that, it's time for we visit the trailer park. All right, y'all. One more time. It don't matter what you look like. It don't. Nobody going to sing with me. Okay. The Neverland Trailer Park. What did you see? There's a crusade coming. Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? Yes. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box and you die. What's in the box? Pain. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too. Arrakis is a death trap. Kill them. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. 
An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I know you. One day, the legend will be born. All of civilization depends on it. The future, I can see it. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. My Lord Duke. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. All right, now already watching it, you had a thought. And I was like, hang on, let me start recording. What's the thought? Oh, I, I, that could be very good, That the story. This was Dune, by the way. Did Dune. we mention Dune? Dune. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, it, it, I, I, you know, I have a hard time remembering all the story of Dune. I watched the TV series of it. Uh, sci-fi, On the Sci-Fi Channel? But I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't watch all of it. I just watched like a couple episodes. And I don't remember what had happened, which I wasn't allowed to finish watching it. I don't remember if it was just I, I wasn't able to, to watch the rest of it for some reason. I only got to see a couple of bits of it. And I saw the old show of uh, the movie, but that was so long ago. Yeah. What had happened was when I first heard of it, uh, I had got the uh, old, uh, uh, like, a, what do you call it, Scholastic or whatever, uh, from school. You got mm-hmm. the, uh, ordered the book of Supergirl, and uh, some other like the movie, yeah, the movie Super adaptation. Girl. Wow, and, yeah, and, and, some, and some other movie. And I don't remember what that other movie was. I think, oh, oh, it was Never Ending Story. Oh, it was uh, uh, Supergirl, and it was Dune. I got those three books. Uh, those little put in those book, the books of those movies. But it was a short adapt. It wasn't like oh, the full yeah, Frank yeah, Herbert full thing. Yeah, the full Frank little, Herbert's a big yeah. book. So I knew a bit of it, but I didn't know much. And uh, the original movie wasn't. Well received by yeah. They the, haven't so far made any adaption that was really been well received. Although the book is, I mean, it's a science fiction, highly regarded. I remember listening to the audio book. There was even a toy line back. Of course, there was, and uh, everybody I, expects it to be big. And but I was going to say it could be. It seems to me because there's been such a, a huge fan following of yeah. the story. It, it and seems interesting. Even in other books, you know, Frank Herbert only I think wrote maybe two or three. And then I think yeah. his son wrote some, but now a bunch of people—they're like James Bond books now. Everybody's writing them, and yet it's somehow, as far as the dude, it, it seems interesting to me, and yet at the same time, uh, almost depressing in the sense it's all sand-like, and, <laughs> and, and uh, but it is unique looking, and I, I really am interesting because I've yeah. I tried to—I really tried and have tried to look into the stories because it's unique looking. It yeah, really and this is. Uh, it's, I, it's been a long time since I listened to the audiobook of like I went through the first two books. I remember at least the first two, 
And a lot of it has to do with this planet. Uh, and they mentioned it in the trailer, and I can't think of the name of the planet. Um, I'm not one of the big pros. And, and, sure. You know, I enjoyed the books. It was very interesting. It's a lot, it's a lot of political intrigue. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, there, it's, it's very deep, but it's all about spice. Spice is what I remember. Spice is a huge, valuable commodity. That's what I remember the most. Now, living on this planet, you almost have like the, the this royal family that they're all protected from the effects of spice. But there's yeah. other, tri like this tribal thing, area group of people. And the spice kind of makes their eyes turn blue after being yeah. exposed because they're there. And they're the ones that are kind of mining it. And there's people trying to push for them to be in a war and then other people trying to prevent it. Um, now, so this, you don't get a whole lot of story in this, this tease here. They're, they're keeping it open because on a, but the Dune is so hard to translate. Yeah. Uh, sort of like The Hobbit, I think, was hard to translate and they messed it up. Uh, but... <laughs> There's other things that they talk about. Never try to adapt to this book. The book is fantastic, but trying to adapt it in a movie has never worked. This is one of the ones that they've tried many times, and they never quite seem to get it. It might be better to do as a regular just television series. There's so much. But if they if this is like a good three-hour epic, and maybe do a series of maybe, maybe two movies to try to contain the story, because there's a lot going on. So, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what the plan is with this, because this could be a franchise. And if done right, it is an intriguing story. And you've got a fan base already that's going to go. And um, this trailer, I think, was very interesting. And, yeah, showing some of the cast is going to pull in. But I, I think it's very intriguing because it's very vague of what's going on. But people have heard of Dune. And uh, even if they've never read it, I think it's enough. They're, they're, they're relying on the name for draw and also, the, yes, the cast. Jason Momoa, Momoa. Dave Bautista. Uh, for anyone who cares about Zendaya, she's in here. They've got some kind of unknown guy here playing your lead, which is yeah. interesting. Uh, who else did but, we but see? I, I mean, if it's good enough, if it's a big enough film, and you at least have a lot of those names to help, this could be... Uh, I can't uh, think of the actor's uh, name that was uh, the, the young, Star Wars. The, yeah, I can't either, but... but uh, the, the young man who's you know, brand new, this could be something that could make him a big name. It could make him a big name. Of course, it could also make it where he's known for this character for the rest of his life. It, it could. So It could, but if he's good enough, as far yeah. as if he's good enough. If he's good enough, he's smart enough, doggone, people will like him. That's, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. Hey, I was even told by this, this co-worker that she thought we were funny on the show. There you go. We, we realize we are funny. Even though we have dad thing. jokes, I was also told, it's like, hey, you, you also have a lot, of good, a lot of dad jokes. I said, I'm 43 years old. I can have dad jokes. That's right. We can get That's right. That. But anyways, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. I want to go and check it out because I've read the book and I did enjoy the books. I don't remember a whole lot because it was years and years and years ago. Uh, I was probably still in my 20s. So it's been a long time ago, nearly 20 years ago since I listened to that audiobook. But it yeah. looks interesting, intriguing. But yeah, they didn't really give much away for story. I think it's just kind of a tease to kind of give you the feel, show some of the actors yeah. they've got in there to where people are going to be like, huh, I'm going to keep an eye on this one. And all Plus, I, I want to get is, back to a movie theater. Uh, I really me do. too. Horrible, but all I can all say driving is, was fun. Uh, one thing about that, uh, Dune that I always remember is the big warm, right? So I, oh, and getting to see that thing. So what I can say is when I first saw Beetlejuice, I thought of Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Sandworms, you hate them, right? Yeah. Well, I'm running through them myself. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I like you. I know your diagnosis complicates things, but I don't care. Hey, man. Do you like me? Yes, I do. Even but... though I don't have cancer? <laughs> Make your move, Romeo. <laughs> Most teenagers feel like they're invincible. Not the Superman kind of invincible. 
The kind of invincible that tricks you into thinking tomorrow might be a better day to start chasing your dreams. I'm gonna throw up. We've been through this, just breathe. You are my best friend, so you are morally obligated to say nice things to me. Everybody else out there is not my best friend. If everyone else doesn't like it, then they're idiots. And while there's a lot that I don't know at my age, what I do know is this. We all have limited time. Tell me something you never told before Before I walk through the door I adore you, I adore you I do How are you? Off chemo Is it because it worked or? Or I do What you're facing is scary But you get to decide what matters most now Never give up Shut the front door, are you writing a song? Hello I was thinking it might be cool if we did something that was just ours. Fix me up, my darling. Zach, have you looked on YouTube? You have 20,000 views? You should be happy. I thought this is what you wanted. It doesn't really matter what I want because it's not going to happen. It's not fair. Please, stop. I have nothing to give you. No ring, Zach. no future, nothing. Zach! There's so much in there that the world needs to hear. What are you going to do with it? This is insane. Just breathe. We'll go up, 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 but I'll fly a little higher. Home. Are you him? No. Up, up, up. Yeah, I'm Zach. It's my favorite song. In the end, I just want to make people happy. I, Zachary Sobiak, am asking you. Yes! Please yes. go to For as long as I can. <laughs> Because what some people take for granted, others are fighting for. And believe me, I'm a fighter. There we go. Okay, so October 16th, coming to Disney Plus, Clouds. Uh, they, they released a trailer this week. Uh, this is based off of a true story that uh, I guess it, it comes around from a YouTube video, a song. Oh, look, there's the, there's actually popped up here on uh, YouTube where we're looking seven years ago. Clouds by Zach Sobiek. I guess that's how you say his name. Uh, I'll, I'm going to watch this music video here in a, in, a, in a bit just because I'm curious now. I've heard it before is why I say it sounds very familiar. I have, I have never it. heard of it yeah. at all. Um, but this, of course, you know, he's diagnosed with uh, cancer. And this, I, there's a lot of nice things already said in that trailer. It's like, you know, yeah. there, there are people who take for granted the stuff that other people fight for. Mm -hmm. So learning, even when you have a limited time, learning that you've got a gift, you've got something special. God put you on this earth for a reason. Right. And even if you're a limited time, share what, what God gave you. You have to fight to live. I, there you I, go. I know, believe me. You, <laughs> you've been you've, through some crap. Yeah, you you got to fight hard. Uh, I recognize the guy who plays the father. I can't think of the actor's name at the moment. Uh, he's from that thing you do. And, oh, okay. And he was also uh, I can't think of it was the the name of the, those movies about the the kid. Uh, oh, uh, they made a couple of films. They even made a, a, a remake of it. it uh, oh, no, I can't remember. Right I don't know. I didn't recognize anyway, him. Anyway, he's been on a few films, but he, a very good actor. I like him a lot. Yeah, I didn't recognize really anybody in here, but this uh, it seems like partly a team romance. But there's a bit more going on because there's him and his best friend who who uh, write this song and perform it or whatever that's on a YouTube, and then eventually it just blew up. And I don't know anything about it this. I'm not sure if unnecessarily I'm going to watch this because it seems very dramatic, but yet it also has that feel-good tone. Yeah. And it's Disney, so there's going to be a feel-good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know if I'm going to watch this or not because I don't know how interested I am in, in it. I mean, the feel-good message sounds great. I like this trailer, but I don't, I don't know if I want to go through the drama of it because, you know... 
having a grandfather died through cancer, going through some stuff with you, you know, I, I don't know. It feels like it hits a little close to home. If we'd ever sat on YouTube and made a song, but instead we're not on YouTube, we're here on a podcast doing stuff. But thank God you're not dying. Well, But we've right. been through some stuff with you. I've been on that friend half of stuff, yeah. you know, having to walk through a lot of scary stuff. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. A lot of you probably don't know, but I mean, he's, you even said earlier, you've had like three surgeries, three or four surgeries. Brain seven. Surgery. Seven surgeries, but like three tumors. Three brain tumors and, and seven brain surgeries, yeah. Yeah, so well, we've been through some stuff, and right now yeah. you've even got an implant now that's going to be hopefully adjusted. To, we're working on getting rid of some seizures on yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. So because uh, seizures from having so much stuff done to his poor brain, he's had seizures, and I think I've brought this up even for anyone who hasn't listened to my Jeff Barnes interviews for both of his books. By the way, we'll buy his books. Go look up the Jeff Barnes interviews that I've had on the show. Uh, he's even gone through some brain tumors, and even yes. recently had another surgery for a second brain tumor. Yes. Um, Jeff Barnes is awesome. Awesome. Uh, I've gotten to meet him, got a photo with him. He's a very cool guy. A warrior. Uh, and yeah, and he's got some great books. I've got this uh, Wisdom of Vault and Beyond the Wisdom of Vault. And he has mentioned he's going to do that third one. So I'm, I'm waiting for that third book. This is what I say. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm taking, I'm borrowing this phrase from Disney. Okay. Uh, a, a little show that they used to have. Uh, it used to be at Epcot. It was one of my favorites. It's not there anymore. But I'm going to say this for anyone who's ever gone through any surgery, whether it be for brain tumor or any other kind of surgery on your head, you are a cranium commando. There you go. Cranium commando. I'm proud of you. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm super happy you're still with us. Amen. And you are listening to this show. Amen. I'm thankful to have you here. I am so glad you're here. Okay, I want to turn another quick corner uh, because I want to do one real movie review and one this is what I've been hearing. review. So let's go. There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Hey, a movie. Yeah, we're gonna be a movie. Starring everybody and me. Boy, I wish I were you people seeing this for the first time. Kermit, I got a great picture of the chicken. Oh, good. All right, first, I just because there's been a lot of, a lot of talk on this and I want to get it out of the way. Uh, I, I have not watched the movie. I will not watch it until December if I watch it at all. Okay, so what you may have already heard about the live-action review, uh, of course, uh, the city that they filmed a lot of it in, and there's thank yous at the end of the movie thanking the city that is known to have... Let's just go, we'll just now I'm going to narrow it down and call it some serious human rights violations. Hmm. Basically, concentration camps. Oh. And they've got uh, Muslims, and I don't know what the other word is, but basically people who are not conforming to the China communist way of life. They will put them in the camp, and people have died in here. They have killed people. They have been working to try to get people to convert to their way. So there's some serious human rights violations in this city. Why did Disney choose to film in this city? What movie is I mean, Mulan. This oh, is a live-action yeah. Mulan. The other problem there's been is the the lead actress, and I'm not sure what her name is, but she has had tweeted support for when in Hong Kong... Because Hong Kong for a while was under British control. Yes. Hong Kong is now under China control. People in Hong Kong are used to having their freedom, and their freedoms have been taken away. That's right. So Hong Kong had rose up some protests, and I don't know how well they went, but they were trying to go, and they were, you know, maybe the revolution's coming in Hong Kong. I don't know, but they were going for freedom. The lead actress in Mulan had expressed support for the brutality being used by whatever forces stopping the protests. And it, it was apparently it was very brutal. Now, the protests, apparently, I don't know, they got kind of rough themselves. But they were probably, you know, you're, you're, they're trying to do a whole revolution. You're fighting for freedom. It gets crazy sometimes. And uh, I don't I don't know that I equivalent that to so what's going on at, around here in the United States. I'm not going to compare. OK, no. so well, let's let's just 
kill that right now. I'm not comparing that at all. But there was some, there was real brutality going on there. Okay, and she was in support of the brutality. Oh. Unfortunately, also one of, one of the guys who was my, one of my favorite characters in Rogue One. Um, uh, oh. He didn't, well, I, I always have a hard time uh, remembering oh, his name, I know you're talking but about you know that. I'm talking about the I'm one with the force and the forces with yes. me. Apparently, that actor he wasn't in support of the brutality. He hasn't said anything like that, but he is. You know, he's from China, so he supports China. Of course. And uh, so I don't have as much problem. But some people have pointed that out as well. That being said, from a film standpoint, I did see like now Screen Rant. They're being funny. Screen Rant is the same ones they do like honest trailers. You know, they do sure, a lot of funny sure. stuff. But funny. they have another series called Pitch Meeting. I never seen that pitch meeting. They'll go through and they'll take real stuff of the movie and throw it out like it's the pitch meeting, and then criticize how dumb of an idea this really is when you think about it. And so one of the, the top, first thing they threw out is that now the animated Mulan, she was not a warrior at first. No, she had to learn to, to fight. She learned to use her head, and she was smart because she outsmarted when she fires that rocket in the mountain and everything. She realized she was more cunning, and she she could fight. She also used her smarts. That's right. She, that's what made her the hero, and that she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, you have footage of Mulan now in this movie as a child, and she's already awesome. They joked in this, calling, oh, look, she was a born natural Jedi. Now, I was going to say, it sounds an awful lot like... Yes, like some other character we can mention. Now, people get offended if you refer to that character as, uh, not Mary Jane, but I'm not going to say because I don't want to take people off. But you know what I mean. Yeah. There are reasons why people say that. It's because if you have a character who's... Because, all right, let me go through some heroes that are, you know, even some people, you know, complain about overpowered characters. The most overpowered character of all time would be Superman because he can do it all. But he still had to learn how to be Superman. Smallville. Well, yeah, even... I'm talking even the the 79 movie. He has to... he, He spends time learning to be Superman. And he... The biggest plot thing that happens, he messes up. Yeah. He messes up. Not to mention. And then he has to go and change, break the rules and change history to put right. Because he, he made the mistakes. Not to mention the fact that, that even in that film, uh, 1978, 79, you know, yeah. Yeah, December of 78. What's the 70? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, December. You know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, when I'm being in December, I'm talking like two weeks before the, the year was over. Uh, whenever... He did that. He was supposed to have gone into a pod, so to speak. He went away into the fort, Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And he was gone for like a decade or so. Yeah, he was gone for 10 years. He'd come yeah. back and he's 30 years old. Yeah. He had time to learn. Yeah. And Spider-Man. Let's look at the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. When he first gets his spider powers, he what's the one first thing he does? Ah, smack! Yeah, exactly. Superheroes still have to learn to use their powers. Yeah. Iron Man, when he puts on his first suit... And he's learning to fly. But before he even gets to fly, he wrecks his stuff and crashes. He flies up too high. He freezes. Superheroes are supposed to learn. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what you were trying to whisper to me. I, I cannot read lips. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. But a good superhero still has to learn to mm-hmm. be the hero. Mulan apparently doesn't have that curve. She's just superpowered in the rest of the world. She's put on this earth as the chosen one. That's the way they joke about it. But see, this is the problem I would have. I would not be able to get into this movie because I like to watch character growth. Yeah. Whoever, and even if you come in and you have powers, learning to use them makes your character grow and makes you interesting and makes you seem more human. If you just put a character in there, a male or female, I don't give a rat's rear. You put them in there super strong and they never have to learn to use their stuff. I've lost interest, unless you have an excuse. Now, if she was, if we picked up this movie where we could have, oh, well, there's been some years. I guess maybe she's had some training. That would be fine. But when you have a child, we've seen that as a child. How does a child know how to do that? Kind of the same problem I had <sighs> also with uh, 
this Marvel or whatever she was. Uh, uh, yeah, the Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, that's the problem I had. Well, at least her. you had this. She seemed to have had some sort of training. Some, but. yeah. And I had somewhat of a problem, though, is that she was just so overpowered and cocky and everything. Yeah. Just, she was overpowered, and the man was holding her back from being as overpowered as she's supposed yeah. to be. That was the message that they that I kind of yeah, got. I still I still enjoyed most of that movie, yeah. though. It was still pretty cool. And, and but, yeah, there are some problems yeah, with it. A few things that have problems. Just, yeah. just a few things. I thought they could have done. Yeah. I don't hate it. There was at least still some some growth to yeah. her character. Yeah. So that still made made Captain Marvel work. But yeah. no matter, male or female, I don't care who yeah, you are, here. character growth. Yeah. Especially if you're going to have someone who rises up to be a great hero, watching them grow into that character. And I'll, I'll give you a good yeah, example. A, a game other than uh, the Star Wars Sims 4, I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've been hearing about for a long time. I've owned a copy since Christmas when I could get it for five bucks. The character, and this is this is the example, because, okay, great. We want to have some heroes that girls can relate to. Awesome. Now, this is a character. Get your daughter. Well, Wonder Woman, awesome, yes. But this is, get, if your girl likes to play some video games, get her this game. Because you start out, you're playing as a child, and you get to walk through her learning how to do the abilities. Because you have again? Horizon Zero Dawn, and it's a sci-fi game. It's in a far-flung future where machines are, there's animals that are machines. Like, the machines wiped out, and the humanity is like tribal now. It's it's very interesting. Good sci-fi. I mean, I don't know how many centuries and, you know, millennia in the future this is supposed to be. I can't remember if it's said. But, but you get to play, because you have to learn how to play the game. So you're walking around as a child as your main heroine. Learning to do stuff, you're learning what she learns. But once you've got once you've got enough of the, the basic game mechanics, they have this great story montage because she she's got the goal to achieve. She wants to by this certain time become a great hunter. And you've got these great scenes of her learning how to become a great archer, learning how to go and do all these really awesome abilities. But you see in her mess up, fall, fall. Then she gets it right, and then so, so you get to watch her become awesome. And any further growth because I can level up the character. I get to watch as I grow and become a better player. She's going to become even a greater hero. Get if your daughter, you want your daughter to have some good heroines, and she likes to play games. Go get her this game, so she can learn how you know growing and grow strong. Because it takes time. You, can, you in real life, you can't do a rocky training montage and become awesome. Yeah, that's the that's the you got to go and put the work in. Well, and that's the message people need. I was going to say, uh, you know, the thing is about montage is great for a, a movie. But it takes a long time. I uh, I can't wait to get back to the gym. But it took me over two years to lose two hundred pounds. And yeah. I uh, it took me about two years. I remember every day I would get to running, and in my mind I would have a mo- in a, my mind it would be a montage moment. Right? Yeah. In oh, there's mind, times I've worked jobs that I wish I could montage yeah, through. The I, I would run, and every day I I swear to you, yeah. every day I'd run. For an hour and a half, sometimes, and I remember yeah. when you probably shouldn't do that. By the way, I about killed myself, but I remember running my mind, and my mind would be like, "This is my moment, it's my moment." I did that for about two years or more, actually. Yeah. And you were listening to Rocky soundtracks, oh, yes. <laughs> not just that. <laughs> yes, and, and so many songs like that. I'd be going to go montage, montage, montage yeah. every day. My point is this, and I did actually run up the Rocky steps. My point is this: um, whenever you do that. You will finally get there, but it didn't happen overnight. You got to work at it. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. It, it, you, everybody, you keep pushing yourself. You'll get there. Yeah, but you have to be patient. You have to be yeah. patient. And one thing, you know, in a cartoon, they could kind of get away with this. Sure. You know, she learns to fight enough, but when you when you stop and think about it, we we don't get to see how long that training lasts. Because it, you know, in order to make you to be 
as good a warrior as you need to be in this story, it takes more than a couple of months. You know, yeah, man. I mean, how I, I, like the military man? They got some. That's some rough training. Oh, they train yeah. you rough, and you know they make you tough. But to become like the superior warrior to everybody else, that takes even more time. Basically, so, about three months. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. So you know, keep that in mind that. People shouldn't come out as children in a movie being super awesome, but give them like at least three months of training. And that's one of the things for all the people who didn't like Rise of Skywalker. I liked what I, I enjoyed. It. I had fun. I mean, there's problems, sure. There's problems with all three sure. of them. But I had I love the fact that we got to see where Leia had been training with Luke, and we also got hey, there's been a gap of time, and Leia has been training Rey. Yes. So like now, I feel like I'm ready for Rey is ready to go, and, and so and even though and th- this is about that movie. The, the, even though I really need to move on, but keep, even, go ahead. I was going. Even though it wasn't perfect, at least you got to see there was a reason why deep down, even within her genes, there was a reason why she didn't yeah. have some of that. Well, at least the power level. But just because yes. you have power doesn't mean you know how to use it. No. Once again, Superman. I'm, I'm just talking power level. Right. Having power is great. You can be super overpowered. Yeah. But we want to watch you learn how to use those powers. I just mean it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. She needed to, because I don't mind her being super powerful. That's awesome. Yeah. But I wanted her to have learned it and not just yeah. in the first Force Awakens. That's where I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. She didn't even know a Jedi mind trick existed. How does she suddenly do it? Yeah. That's where I have problems. Being super powerful is one thing. Knowing how to use it is something else. I want to watch you learn. Now, some little bit of exception. Some people say, oh, have tried to cite like the Mandalorian. The child seems to know how to do stuff. The child is 50 years old. We don't know what that child has already learned somehow. Yeah, he can't talk. We don't know. He can't talk. But he's 50 years old. We don't know what that child has already been through and done. Yeah. No clue. So, moving on to a full, a real movie review, because I watched this movie last night. The one and only Ivan. First thing I'm going to say, sit your kids down. This was aimed at kids. Very much so. This movie is adorable. It was super cute. It's based off a true story. And at the end of the credits, they'll tell you, the true story that they kind of inspired this story. So this story is pretty much a work of fiction. Because, well, heck, the animals are talking. Oh. And this has Danny DeVito, oh. Angelina Jolie, if you other words. Danny DeVito, you know, there's a lot of things. Personally, I don't like him, but I love his performances. And there's a lot of actors that way. I don't really like them, but I love their performance, and I will enjoy their performance, and I'll love them for that. So, and he plays this little dog character. But basically, you have, it's the story of a gorilla. He's working in a strip mall as kind of a mini circus. Ivan, they they introduce you. He's because Ivan at the beginning of the movie, it's funny. He even kind of gets stuck. He's like, "Hi, I'm Ivan." Now I'm super nice. You know, he's like, "This is me." You know, this let me introduce you. This is me, and he's nice. Like I'm a nice guy, but so don't let that fool you by that billboard out there where I look. See how I look I fierce on the billboard out there? Not really like that. But watch what I do in the show and like the circus show. He's like the headliner, and his job is to come out and you know beat chest and be the scary gorilla. And he goes, I don't know why humans really like that. Think I'm scary? Cause I'm not. Which there's there's some truth in that. And they do kind of talk about like you know there's Stella the elephant even says like well we kind of be what the humans think we're supposed to be and they're entertained by that. But it's like but you know we're not really like what we think is yeah a gorilla can be dangerous but so can every wild animal. But gorillas we've learned that they're they're very human like and we can be social even with them kind of they're they're very interesting even silverbacks that they will protect. They're a group, just like every other wild animal, but that's what we're afraid of. It's like, okay, when they protect, they, they know that we know they're 400 pounds of muscle. You know, so, but it's interesting. But the, the overall story is that, you know, the, the, this little circus in a strip mall that there's Dude. an arcade and everything is losing money and trying to bring in money. As, and it's oh, the guy from the, the Breaking Bad um, as the ringmaster and the owner. Oh, yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Cranston, oh, Brian Cranston, Brian isn't Cranston, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he brings in this little baby elephant named Ruby. 
just an adorable. I don't know who they got who the kid was. They got to voice her, uh, but there's even some cute scenes because Ivan kind of knows like, well, I'm the headliner. Oh, now this this baby elephant's the headliner, and he's like, oh, the annoying kid wants to answer me questions, but the little elephant just loves Ivan. Just oh, hi, Mister Ivan, and just has always wanted to talk to him. And Ivan's always got this look on his face like. Okay, and then, well, this is all done live action, a lot of CG. I'm clearly a lot of CG animals. I don't know if they used any real animals. They look amazing, though. Yeah, I'll I mean, they that. look amazing, but they and they've got very believable emotions. The animation is fantastic, um, but she's always asking questions. But the overall story is, um, and I don't want to spoil, but he goes on a mission to get Ruby to be free and realizes he kind of wants to be free himself. But uh, see, there's this little girl. This uh, it's the daughter of this uh, kind of basically. Uh, he's kind of like. Like, almost like the roadie, except for they're not on the road. But he, he's like does all the handy jobs, yeah. runs lights, cleans up the place and stuff, helps take care of the animals, that kind of thing. But the daughter gets some new crayons and gives Ivan her old crayons and some paper. And first thing, you know, he's like, well, golly, what do I want to draw? And he sees a beetle on there and he kind of scribbles out a beetle. And the little girl recognizes, oh, you made a beetle. Even though the dog, who's Dan DeVito, who's a stray who just hangs out in his cage with him and it's just like basically because when Ivan goes to sleep he's super comfortable to sleep on top of his, of his belly so that's why Danny DeVito the dog who gets named Bob by the little girl uh, which is funny because uh, he's like Bob? Why do humans have to name everything? You know, because he's a stray and he doesn't like humans. You got a really good side. It's like, well, Castell always says humans can be nice. We gotta remember humans are, can be nice. I mean, they sometimes they do wrong things but so do we. And the dog's like, no, I just hate humans. Just, no, that's why I'm a stray. I don't want to be, oh, some human make a pet of me. Oh, no way, you know. That, of course, that changes. There's a the character growth. Uh, but the little girl can recognize the stuff, but it kind of encourages him to draw. And as we slowly get to know Ivan in his past, we find out that when he was a baby gorilla, he grew up with the guy who's the ringmaster. And he took care of him. And that ringmaster, Brian Cranston, his character, Mac, loves him. As a, that's like his son. So you see there's a real relationship, and we, and we kind of feel that. Him and Ivan are, are like buddies, um, and that's kind of important. But we can basically, at one point, Ivan, he's, we'll just say he's trying to help Ruby become free, but he realizes he, he was once free. Uh, when they tell, like, the true story of the real Ivan, poachers, and we kind of get a hint of that. Poachers had come into his area, and he survived the poachers. He was rescued from the poachers as a baby, and the real Ivan had grown up with the family before actually being doing a show in a strip mall as well. So that's kind of where they got this, but... He remembers when he was a ch- when he was a baby gorilla that he would take mud, and he would kind of try to make his own little pictures. So when the little girl gives him some finger paints, now he know he knows how to draw with that because it's just like when he did mud when he was a baby gorilla, and he makes this. Well, I don't want to tell anything, although it's in the trailer. But he makes a picture. We'll just say, and uh, it changes the dynamic. It's it was a wonderful, cute movie. Uh, it's it's I, I call it exactly captured some good days of magic. Is it a great film? No, but it, you'll have a fun time, and I really think your kids are going to enjoy it. Maybe more than you, because I, my one criticism would be is that we don't get enough resolution to some of the stuff going on with the humans. Because Mac, at the end, he uh, you wonder he's losing his business at the end. Uh, everybody's losing their jobs at the end. I'm sorry for that. Might be a bit of a spoiler. Uh, when things happen, you wonder about people's jobs. And uh, you even you find out one character early on, you find out that like the little girl's mother, uh, the wife of the guy who's like that does all the odd jobs is deathly ill of something. But you never hear what's what happens with that. We get all the human stories and we as humans, we want to hear the resolution of that you won't get that. But there are really great stories with the animals. And I think if you sat down with your kids, you're all going to have a great time. I think your kids are going to love it. and I think you're going to be charmed by it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was beautiful. It's charming. It was funny. 
I that's was one of the best of live action Disney films I've seen in a long time because they've put out some stuff that's been kind of eh. This one was not a eh. This was a I'm charmed. Yeah, that was a good. This was a good, just fun, pleasant Disney feel good movie. There's not even a dark chapter two really to it. I mean, almost. I mean, you get to say, well, things aren't quite going the way we want, but it never really reaches that like that dark chapter two second act part. It just feels good the whole time. So. Two thumbs up for me that I think, you know, it might be will not be an Oscar-worthy type of film other than the great computer animation on the animals. I have to watch it. But, yeah, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time. It's going to make you smile. Might even make you cry at one point. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's a very good, heartfelt, charming, wonderful movie. And I definitely recommend it. But we better wrap this puppy up. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up in a mummy suit because we're getting close to October. And take that dog out trick-or-treating, because I hope you're going to let him trick-or-treat this year. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young-at-heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash NeverlandPodcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true.